Evan, tell me something. Chiefs wide receivers are not them. Dom, that's true. Evan, that's true. It's it's true. Uh, it, the show the show starts now. Welcome everybody back to another episode of a Dom. That's true. I'm your host of Buzz Truman Steam Machine Steen. As always, I'm joined by somebody. Today it is not Owen the bomb Owen Dom. Kaboom! Today it is the uh, the uh, at best a seven Evan. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it's not bad. Seven's not bad. I don't know if I'd call myself a seven. I I would say something more like uh He doesn't shenana lack. <laughs> the man who who can never be caught shenana lacking. Yeah. There we Evan go. Shenana Shenana Lack. Shenana Lack, yeah. He never takes a shellacking. Mm-hmm. Evan Shenana Lack. I'm always ready. He never gets shellacked, Evan Shenana Lack. Yes. I think that's That isn't how you actually say your last name, but Yeah. Do you spell it? wrong on twitter on purpose yes oh. i don't know if it's on purpose but it was more like a nickname uh, like i was called shenanalak growing up instead of shanalak so how is that a how is that a nickname well it's not really a shortened name but like my eighth grade math teacher just started calling me shenanalak and then i ended up changing it to like my twitter handle and facebook handle at some point in high school and then it kind of stuck the man who is always on attack, Evan Shenanalak. There we go. There we go. Welcome, everybody, into another episode of Dom That's True. Today, we're going to melt down about the Chiefs-Bills game. Uh, we I, Obviously, the Ower reactor is not here, so we'll have uh, definitely level heads um, will prevail here. We're going to talk about Chiefs wide receiver room, mm-hmm. as I'm sure plenty are talking about today. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Chiefs playoffs seeding situation. We're going to talk about Chiefs versus Patriots. We're going to do a score prediction. Depending on time, excuse me if you heard the burp, uh, we, uh, depending on the time, we might call and get a Swift update. Taylor Swift was Ooh. there. She seemed concerned for, for Travis Kelsey after the game. It was very nice. Uh, we're going to do around the, we're going to do uh, over, overreactions with the Evan Reactor. We'll take your Twitter takes and, and rate them and rank them. And then, uh, We'll do a top five. Well, we'll we'll go. We'll sorry. NFC South team of the week. Who is the best team in the NFL? Then we're gonna do uh, Evans five team parlay. Okay. This will be hilarious. By the way, this is yeah. best case scenarios that you nail this this parlay. Oh yeah. And then we're doing top five. And I bet Owen is upset he's missing this. I'm not gonna lie to you. Because our top five today is top five McDonald's menu items. Mm-hmm. 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 That'll be good. So, there's the slate for you. Let's get into it. Let me switch over into the good screen. The PowerPoint screen. Welcome. All right. Chiefs versus Bills takeaway, Evan. Give me one. I'm kind of tired of, like, wanting to argue about something the refs did at the end of a game. Yes. In a game that the Chiefs should have just dominated from the get-go. Right. I yeah, the Chiefs had another slow start, and that'll be forgotten in all of this. Is that the Chiefs again were down fourteen zero in a game 
where they just they came out flat on offense. And what's odd, odd, oddly enough, they come out flat on defense a lot too. Mm-hmm. They only gave up 20 points at the end of the day. So they gave up two field goals in the second half. But they came out flat, plain and simply. The defense always comes out flat. It, the, I think for the last two or three games, the team has gone out there and scored a touchdown or at least scored on the opening two drives. And then the Chiefs' defense finds its way and shuts them down, which is, again, a testament to Spags. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, it's you know, they still put up four. It's just, you put yourself down in a 14-0 hole. We, we, I, I think I even tweeted something out that people always talk about Patrick Mahomes' great uh, – win percentage he's the only one with a positive win percentage which gets closer every week he's now 15 and 13 uh when he goes down double digits he's the only one to ever have a winning percentage in it but it's getting very close and if you keep on putting yourself down it is no longer impressive that they come back it's just how they play games at that point you know yeah and it kind of seemed like at the beginning of his career those 10 point comebacks were because the defense sucked so they were just giving up yeah, thirty points a game. Yeah, they now they're back and forth, and back and forth. Now they're giving up twenty points a game, and it should be easier to come back from, and right. it's just not happening. Yes, again, if we would have said that the Chiefs' defense is not going to give up more than thirty points in any game, and that they're only going to give up over twenty points in three games, you would say, "Oh, the Chiefs had a perfect season." <laughs> yeah, and here we are at eight and five, and just frustrated. Right. Um. I don't know, man. It's there's a lot of things about this. So, I'll, I'll I'm gonna say one thing about the Kadarius Tony thing, about the Kadarius Tony offsides. The offsides, I will say, it is. <laughs> we talked on this show last week a lot about you should want no matter what the game to be called correctly, which is true. I want the flags to be called flags that should should be flags. Kadarius Tony was lined up offsides. What I will say is that is normally not a penalty that gets called because normally the ref will do you a solid and just say, hey, man, scoot back. Like, especially if you can't see the ball, the ref will just say, hey, hey, scoot back or something. Or just or because you don't get any and in, in, in just no real benefit from it that they just don't call it because it doesn't really matter if he's an inch forward or an inch back. Right. Right. But he was lined up there and as a supporter of calling it correctly i'm going to go on and say i'm glad they called it that way but i just think that it should have been discussed differently before before they snapped the ball right and but that's and but that's my opinion personally i the thing about it is i just wish that play counted like yeah that, that would have been like the highlight reel of the season right. for sure maybe one of the ones that like mahomes uh, Hall of Fame ceremony in 20 years. They're showing sure. that play on it. Or like, tra- Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey for sure. Mahomes, Mahomes said it after the game. And, you know, the after the game was a little embarrassing, I will say. Mm-hmm. They did. They cried a little too hard, I would say. But at the same time, like, I, I think a lot of it, honestly, was just frustrations on what's been going on. Right. I think that's an entire season's worth of frustrations. And it's just him, him taking it out all on the refs there. And just like, and I think, you know, and Mahomes went on to say like, I'm just upset that they probably won't show this during Travis Kelsey's highlight reel when he goes into the hall of fame. And it's like, okay, dude, <laughs> let's all right, let's all pump the brakes. It's <laughs> right. just crazy. So, but 
He still, you know, it doesn't count. It sucks that it doesn't count. Uh, but would have been an incredible play. Right. And, it, I mean, it's you still get two chances after that, and you pretty much do nothing. Three chances. Three, three chances after that was a second down play. Yeah, that happened on second, second and ten. I, I, and I think that's what a lot of us are forgetting, is that it, it's very similar to the Steve Bartman play when the Cubs uh, – he was the guy who hit the foul ball when the Cubs lost in the NLCS. Mm. But – People remember he had his headphones on and like he, the Cubs guy would have caught the ball or the other player would have caught the ball. And because he reached over, they didn't call, they called it fair or whatever. They called it not a, not an out. And then the guy, and then I believe they went on to score. What people forget is there was also multiple errors that happened after that. And that that was game six. The Cubs still went and lost a home game seven right after that. And that's what's going to be lost in all this is that, uh, it was second and 15. You had a minute left. You still had two timeouts. And you just, you, they just got pressured and didn't come close to completing the ball the next three plays. <laughs> That's, yeah. They, they could have got half. I mean, you had Harrison Bucker. You're at, the, you're at the 50 yard line. Get 10 yards. Throw a check down. Get close enough to kick a field goal. Take this to overtime. Right. And was there still like a minute left? There was over a minute yes. left in the game. You could yes. have even like ran it. You had yes. two timeouts. Yes. Like, and just and they just were flustered and crying and you know I get it it sucks and I've been in a team I've been on a team that's imploded you know and it's simple things that set you off and then nothing goes right everything's a woes against woes me I get it but you still had an opportunity you still should have won that game I bet even after they called the <laughs> I bet even after they called that playback I imagine the Chiefs win uh win uh. Oh gosh, what I'm trying to say. Percentage win uh win percentage, yeah. Yeah, just probability. Probability rate was still probably positive even after or you know, was still not that negative, but right. They just they killed it. I I don't know why. They just shot themselves in the foot and then they just couldn't get out of their own way after that. So I don't know. Just sucks. Sucks to see. Yeah. But everybody will remember that. Rasheed Rice is thankful as he fumbled the <laughs> fumbled that ball. Everybody forgets about that. Did the Bills score off of that? Did they get a field goal or was I, it? I think they ended up forcing a punt. Okay. Also, another thing that's totally forgotten, and we talked about this at the time, the Bills got a first down with two minutes and 15 seconds on the clock. Oh, yeah. And the Chiefs have two timeouts. So you're like, okay, well, the Chiefs are going to call a timeout and then timeout, and then they'll take it to the two-minute warning. The Bills are going to run a minute 20 off the clock, and then they're going to kick a field goal. The Bills ran three passing plays. Yeah. And threw incompletions on every single play. I And I think, or no, threw two incompletions and then threw another ball, which I think they counted as a completion, but it, I don't. It, it looked it like it bounced. I don't know if they ever brought that back. I don't remember them talking about it, but it was at the two-minute warning, so it, it was right. basically, in essence, an incompletion or right. one-yard completion or whatever. But Yeah, they had 2.15 left on the clock, and they went. <laughs> the Chiefs used no timeouts. And got the ball back with a minute fifty-five left. <laughs> that is is one just insanely bad coaching by the Bills. I would I would say, yeah. No, I don't. No, no, never mind. I'm not. I I was gonna make a Sean McDermott. I was trying to think. I, I had two timeouts. I could have made some kind of joke there, but also they really I, missed the White House with that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Really, really cl- crashed into a field. Uh. But uh. 
I will say, after the game, they were like, or in the like final minute when the Bills are kneeling it, they were talking about the adversity that Sean McDermott <laughs> had faced that week. And I tweeted this out. I was like, the, why are we commending them, commending Sean McDermott for fighting through adversity? His adversity was that his weird 9-11 comments resurfaced. It's like KU fans, when Jalen Wilson gets a DUI, they're like, he really went through a lot of adversity this week and came out and scored 20 in each game. Yes, that's like Von Mil- that'd be like Von Miller playing and getting the sack and them, sa- and them saying, wow, Von Miller really had to fight through a lot of adversity to play this week. Congrats. Congrats to Sean McDermott fighting through the, ni- the his 9-11 comments uh, and, and gutting out a tough, gritty win there. I actually, I tweeted, I tweeted out that exact thing. And I had a Bills fan that said, that's just it. They weren't. I, I said, we're really celebrating McDermott fighting through adversity of his weird 9-11 comments being leaked. And the Bills fan commented said, that's just it. They weren't leaked so much as they were dealt with in 2019. Bringing up a story from four years ago to get clicks was more more the issue. I said, <laughs> and I commented and said, well, thank God he overcame that adversity and got it out of wind. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't get it, man. I, I it, that's just crazy for to me that they commended him for fighting through adversity. Yeah. And listen, I know they're all taken out of context, but that is an insane comment at just because it, it was like 2019. It wasn't like I don't I don't know, man. I'm just it was <laughs> September 12th, 2001. Actually, is when he made those comments. Sean Gerd's like, what a great team. <laughs> is anybody talking about how good of a team that was? Uh, just I don't know, man. Oh. Okay, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to add. Um, I just I think that was going to be my spin. A great game by Rasheed Rice also is being forgotten. He had 78 yards. That's great. Travis Kelsey, 87 yards. Uh, didn't hit the parlay, I know. <laughs> yeah. Evan Evan always bets the 10 Kelsey receptions, 150 yards, and three touchdowns for Travis Kelsey parlay. Never hits. You know, uh, Clyde and Jarek looked fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. weren't liabilities or anything. Clyde had a little extra bump, had a little extra pep in his step. Looked like he's back at LSU. He was ready to tear his pants off. <laughs> and he, he did. Got Clyde Edwards hush meat on the on on the screen. I I feel like when he came back in though, his legs looked bigger. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> like, did they put on two <laughs> pairs of pants just in case? Maybe it'd be quick. Maybe they just put another pair of pants over his pants. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be shocked by that. He's just looking uh, a little thicker in general, honestly. Yeah. But he's he's looked kind of feisty this year. You know, like, yeah. it's easy to kind of complain when you try and run him up the middle and he gets, like, negative a half yard or whatever. But right. when he's on the outside, he's still doing good. As long as they use him in that manner, he's fine, yeah. usually. He's making me – I'm falling all, all in love with him all again. I mean, eh. No, not real. But – I don't know, man. He's a solid second back again, I'd say. Yeah. How how long had Jarek been out? He, was this he his first fresh. game back? Yeah. In a while? Like five or no, six? No, he days? missed one game, I think. Oh, I okay. think one or two games, maybe. Okay. And he looked fresh. Yes. He looked like he had a little extra pep in his step. Both the running backs had just extra pep in their step. Yeah. The rest has been doing them good. Um, okay. Let's talk about a couple things. I saw this question come up, and I had two different answers, actually, for this. Uh, somebody tweeted out said if you if you keep one wide receiver next year in this group besides Rice who would it be? And it was actually they posted I will say they posted four four wide receivers it was Justin Watson MVS Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. They didn't count like Justin Ross but 
But, I, I, hell, I'd let you include Justin Ross. If you can keep one wide receiver out, one wide receiver next year in this group besides Rice, out of this group, who would it be? Okay, so definitely getting rid of MVS. Yes. He's just... There's no reason to. No reason he should be the top paid wide receiver on the team. No. Um, <laughs> no. For sure. No. Like, and, and that goes in the calculus there. Like, if you're thinking about how much money each of them makes. Yeah. Like, is Kadarius Tony still on his rookie contract, right? Yes. So, like, is this his last year of a rookie contract? Uh, I think he's got one more. Because I think last year was his second year. I think this year's his third year. I think he's got one more. I th- and I think so the Chiefs will have the option, his fifth-year option coming up because he was a first-round pick. Yeah. I think there's no way they pick it up. And I think – so I think he's got one more year. Does the first – or the fifth-year option as a first-round pick, is that like first-round pick money? Is that how that works? Like, what do, you, what do you mean? Like he'd get paid more than if he was a free agent, right? Mm. Or what do you think? He'd probably get paid more as a free agent. Okay. Um, but I don't think the Chiefs have seen enough to him that they're like, yeah, we want two more years of this. We can figure it out. Yeah, the thing about Kadarius Tony, I can fix him. Like, the, uh, the injuries are annoying, like, <laughs> just staying off the field. And I think that's why the Giants didn't like him. Yeah. Um, I don't remember last year the drops being a huge problem. No. And I don't, I don't know what to – like, none of these guys have probably been dropping the ball at the rate they have been this year. No, this is a historic rate. I saw they've dropped 8% of Patrick Mahomes' passes have been dropped this year, mm-hmm. which is a crazy stat. That is a historic high. The next closest is in the league, I think, is 5%. And uh, the one that really blew me away, and I, I sent this in our Twitter group chat, <clears throat> of the passes from Mahomes that have traveled more than 20 air yards, the Chiefs wide receivers, the Chiefs wideouts have dropped 12.5% of those. One out of every eight passes that goes 20 yards beyond the line of scrimmage is dropped by a Chiefs wideout. And how do they get the clarification dropped? Like, does it have to touch their hands or? Drop is a ESP. It's a, it is a fairly subjective stat. Okay. It is fairly, it's been tracked. It's only started being tracked lately. But I don't, they're pretty lenient. They don't, they're not called, like, remember when uh, Mahomes threw that bubble screen? a little bit too far ahead of Rasheed Rice. Yeah. And it hit his hands and then that hit the ground. Yeah. They didn't call that a drop. Okay. Okay. So that's what I, that's so. Yeah. So, I mean, let's say, well, so like if you take away the drops, cause they're just like all having that issue. Right. Uh, Kadarius Tony's skill set is pretty good. Yep. If, but like you're then thinking about the injury history still, Justin Watson has been fine. Like, yeah. And he's super cheap, I think. Right. So uh, cheap enough. Yeah. Cheap enough. Like he's not changing the cap hit, or he's no. not a very big part of that. So um, I'd probably go with Justin Watson. Frams in, in the chat saying MVS is by far the most talented wide receiver for the Chiefs. Um, uh, he's talented at not doing anything <laughs> good. Let me hold on. Let me check something. Marquez Valdez Gantling age twenty nine, and I think that plays into it. So. Last night, what I would have said, I, I tweeted this out. I, I said Justin Watson. I said, I was like, scrap this whole fucking team. Justin Watson's fine. He can stay. He can stay. Because he's like, what Justin Watson should be is like your fourth or fifth receiver, right? Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be your first. And he shouldn't be your second. And right now, he's your second. And he's really, and he really shouldn't even be a third or a fourth. 
I didn't say what he was talented at. That's he knows how to juggle. Yeah. But what what the th- the thing is, and this morning, I changed my answer. This morning, this morning my answer is Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Last night, I would have said just Watson. This morning, my answer is Kadarius Tony. Because Kadarius Tony is, God damn it, he's still talented, man. He still flashes. He still could become your Debo Samuel type. You know, they had him, they had him running the ball out of the backfield last night. They had him catching bubble screens. He catches passes and he's electric when he touches it. He made two uh, two guys slam into each other. And then he did a bone. <laughs> Even that, he juked two guys into each other. They slammed into each other. And then he ran up to the first down yardage and just instead of juking to the right and getting the first down, he juked into the guy and got and got tackled a half yard short. And it was it was second down or first down anyways. It doesn't really matter. But at the same time, I'm like, what? What? What's going through your head? Yeah, right. And so that's and that's a lot of Kadarius Tony. There's there's a perfect clip of Kadarius Tony at the Senior Bowl when he's he runs a great route, dusts the guy, jukes the guy out of his shoes, and then he runs the out route, and the quarterback just lofts one to him, and he just drops it, and everybody's <laughs> like, this this has been Kadarius's Tony so far or so far his whole career, and it's just. Every time I see Kadarius Tony, I say, I can fix him. I can I could figure this. We could figure this out. We can do this. But I don't know. It's it's in the same way that I'm at this point, I'm taking the Chiefs are I, I've been telling people this. The Chiefs a lot of, I, I know somebody posted this last night. It was, uh, it was Kadarius Tony dropping uh having the balls bounce off his hands for the pick six. It was uh MVS dropping the Eagles pass. It was Kadarius Tony lining up off sides and it was Sky Moore dropping that over the shoulder in Denver. Yeah. Which which so and and they quote tweeted and said without these four plays, if these four plays work, we're twelve and one instead of eight and five. The Sky Moore one is absolutely a stretch. The Chiefs yeah. were lost that game twenty five to nine. Listen, if they score there, then it's seventeen nine or or it's seventeen uh or maybe it would have been nine 19 yeah it, it, 19, 19 i don't remember 14. that game too well but that wasn't really the receivers that game yeah that like, also yeah he that also was like five a, turnover he also got held on that play yeah. <laughs> it's i you know so it's so but the other three absolutely if you if you don't let that bounce you don't you're not off sides and mvs doesn't drop that perfect deep ball absolutely um but it's like at some point you are not a a, a team you're not an you're not a good team that's been getting unlucky. At some point, you are a bad team that makes boneheaded mistakes, right? Yeah, and that's hard for some people to accept. That's and that's where I've kind of come to terms with it at this point for the Chiefs. The Chiefs, I'm not going to keep sitting here every week and saying, "Yeah, well, the Chiefs are a great team." Chiefs aren't a great team. The Chiefs are a good team who. Are they're but they're undisciplined at the very least. They have a lot of penalties and they turn the ball over and they're just undisciplined. And at this point, I'm I'm not I'm I'm done with the good team who's getting unlucky label. I'm or the great team who's getting unlucky label. I'm calling them just a good team, and I'm just and I'm not saying that they can make a deep playoff run at this point. I mean, it's we're week thirteen, and Andy Reid still are. Sorry, week fourteen. We just finished up week fourteen. Andy Reid still goes up to the, still goes up on the podium and says, "Uh, just got to clean up the penalties, got to clean up the turnovers." Yeah, then fucking clean them <laughs> up. You know, at some point, 
Stop stop coming out here every week and saying, oh, well, we just got to clean those up. Yo, what, what are you guys doing? <laughs> clean them up. Practice practice that. Do something. I, you know, it's drops, it's penalties, it's turnovers. That's it. If the Chiefs don't have a drop, a pen, well, if the Chiefs have don't have a drop or a turnover and they keep themselves under four penalties, the Chiefs will win every game that they play in. Right. But the Chiefs have proven that they are incapable of doing that. Simple. And I... So, no, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating to see this every week and people go, well, we, what we could, we could be 12 and one. Yeah. Yeah. My, what is it? If my aunt, my aunt had a penis. She'd be my uncle. Right. So <laughs> just, you know, it's, I, I'm done with this, man. I, I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of hearing this. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I ranted. I'm sorry. I, I went on a long rant there. I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated, Evan. Yeah. Um, let's yeah. talk. Yeah, so on the wide receiver question, I'm ready to move on from MVS. Yes, for sure. Ready to move on from Sky Moore. Unless you want to do an <laughs> Ethernet cord plug-in. Sorry, yeah. Ready to move on from Sky Moore or MVS. Um, Kid Arias, Tony, and Justin Watson, I could, like, there's benefits to keeping either of them, but, like, the drops are just too big of an issue right now. Yeah, I think they do an absolute overhaul like they did with the offensive line. Oh yeah, where you know we went from that banged up offensive line in this in the Super Bowl fifty uh, five, you yeah. know, yeah, and then you know we moved on from Eric Fisher, we moved on from, or you know, after that we had Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, Orlando or Brown, and oh my God, who's playing? Did right you tackle? just name five people? No, who was playing right tackle? Who played right tackle the last couple of years? Wiley played it last year, right? Sounds possible, yeah. Am I going crazy? But, you know, it was Mitchell Schwartz until he retired. I think he retired at maybe even after Super Bowl 55. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Wiley with, like, the Commanders now? Is that... Uh, he might have gone to, like, the Bears even. Okay. Hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to look at the... Man, this is gonna this is gonna haunt me if I can't figure out who was the right tackle for the last. So you're thinking overhaul the wide receiver room is the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Like, I mean, I, I think it's a lot of I I think you go out there and you sign a lot of solid pieces. Yeah. I think you say okay, what we're doing doesn't work. Keep mm-hmm. Rasheed Rice. Fine. Yes. And then we go okay, let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can figure out. And it's uh, you're getting rid of your. I think you cut Sky more. It's under a million dollars to cut Sky Moore. I think he, it's over. It's two and a half million dollars if you cut Kadarius Tony. So I think uh, I hate to say it. I think you keep Kadarius Tony. When are you like for next year? Yeah. Isn't that his fifth year option though? No, that's his fourth year option. This is his third year right now. It is. Yes, the Giants okay. moved on from him in year a two. Year after. Okay. Yes, that okay. he had been the first round pick. Sorry, I'm trying to pull up. Okay. Yeah, I think you keep Kadarius Tony on a rookie contract right see what he can do find a spot for him yes uh sorry 2021 chiefs all right sky moore has just never looked super electric no like no he's yeah quite but like if you think about Kadarius tony huge punt return in the super bowl and a touchdown separate from that right tackle they have listed as lucas niang okay that sounds right is that the TCU guy? Yeah, but I think I want to say Nick Wiley played for a lot. Or Nick Allegretti? 
Was he in there some? Allegretti was there. Allegretti's the one that's from Chicago, actually, that I'm thinking of. Um, I think there are other... They don't have another right tackle listed. Or, you know, I don't know, man. Rimmers? No, it wasn't Rimmers. Lucas Niang. Ah, yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm going to... Yeah, I'll, I'll admit. I guess it was Lucas Niang. I, <laughs> I don't think that's right, but, but oh well. We're going to move on. Yeah. So, it's just... I guess yeah, so I think that's how you solve. I I think you keep Tony. I think you, I don't think we signed Watson to a multi-year deal. I think it was a one-year. I have no idea. Um, I I do a double check, but you definitely cut MVS. Yes. And I think you just sign like you draft a wide receiver in the first round, very similar to Chiefs drafting like Creed Humphrey in in the second round. Uh, and I think you just bring in a solid veteran wide receiver. I, you know, listen, I think we'd all love to have Mike Evans. Mike Evans doesn't feel like what it's going to be, you know? Right. It feels like it's going to be another person like MVS. Uh, Brandon Cooks would be a great example of somebody that I think it could be, you know? Like, somebody like that. Robert Woods. Um, <laughs> Hunter Renfro. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh but just somebody like that. Garrett Dieter. No, just um is what it feels like it's gonna be. But we'll see. I'm excited to see how they redo it, but at the same time. I'm excited to see who they draft in the first round. Yes. That's the only benefit to the Chiefs uh content getting worse and worse and worse. Is maybe you're picking pick twenty five, baby. Yeah. Maybe we've got a real shot at an actual wide out. Maybe we go get Xavier Worthy. Maybe. That would be that's my he's on my wish list my wish list malik neighbors lsu he's probably the second wide receiver going in the draft but probably a top top 12 pick yeah top 12 yeah we'd have to trade chris jones yeah actually (laughs) god man you know because you know who's been disappointing also chris jones a little bit sometimes disappointing i know he's getting double teamed all the time and it's hard to tell Especially in defensive tackle. The thing about Chris Jones that's disappointing is just like the start of the season. I think it really kind of set the season on a bad tone. Yes. Like yes. the the timing of it. Yes. Especially like we should have won that Lions game. Yes. Like, and I think. If Chris Jones plays or Kadarius Tony doesn't have a ball bounce off it in, for pick six. Yes. I think we absolutely like, win that game. Just a lot of distractions that game because of it, I think. Yeah. Too. Absolutely. But but that's I guess I guess how it goes. Um hold on, sorry, I'm trying to make sure I had a I had a rant and I wanted to make sure I, I marked it. But uh okay. So now I want to move on to our second question that I have about the Chiefs. What seed do you think the Chiefs will be in the playoffs? And does it matter? Okay. Um Broncos are one game back now. They are one game back. One game back. I will say the Chiefs. Sorry, and I'm sorry. My mic is having trouble. If we're if you're getting weird noises, um, the Chiefs play the Patriots next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chargers, uh, the Raiders one more time, and Bengals. Bet. Bengals. The Bengals. Yeah, that's your four teams left. So, and the the Broncos still have to play. Uh, they play somebody actually fairly good this week. Uh, I want to say NFC North, right? So, I don't, have they played the Lions? Yet? Oh, they do play the Lions. Absolutely, that okay. is who they play. 
They play the Lions, the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Raiders. Listen, if the Broncos went out and we lose a game, the Broncos absolutely deserve to be the division champions. Yeah. Because we have four t- four games against essentially the same opponents, if not worse. Right. We have, well, we have three common opponents, and our one opponent that we don't share uh, are the Bengals, and they play the Lions. I would call those very similar teams, At this point. Uh, but I would say the Bengals are a worse team. Right. The Chiefs have the game advantage and probably the schedule advantage. If they end up tied with the Broncos, I don't think... Uh, unless the Chiefs lose one to the Raiders or the Chargers. If they if they lose to the Bengals, it won't matter. But if they lose to the Raiders or the Chargers, they will then get into weird tiebreaker scenarios. Right. But if they don't, then the Chiefs will hold the, still hold the t- tiebreaker over the Broncos if they lose to the Bengals or the, or the Patriots. Right. So, I, I would still call it unlikely. But it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what seed the Chiefs will be this playoffs, assuming they make the playoffs? Um, uh, so I'm thinking the Ravens are pretty solid. I don't know what their schedule looks like, but I think they're going to get the one seed. Yeah, they're they're two games ahead of the Chiefs. Uh, the Dolphins, as long as they win tonight, I'm checking the score now. They're down seven to ten. Yeah, their only score was a defensive touchdown too. Really? From what I saw. In and Tyreek Hill was questionable. Well, I saw questionable so I don't, the return. Not a great not a great look. I think the Dolphins so they're not playing a number one schedule in their division. I don't know what they have left. Um, but I imagine they're gonna go like three and one. Mm-hmm. Um Dolphins probably will be able to get that two seed. Um I'm still thinking the Chiefs top three seed though either the two or the three um and then who knows trevor lawrence last week it looked like he was gonna go out but it was just a sprain and he came back yesterday Mm -hmm. so they'll probably win that division with the texans losing yesterday i think right yeah um so i'm thinking the chiefs get the two seed i'm i'm still thinking two seed you think the dolphins lose two more games shit uh three seed (laughs) We'll go I, with the three seed. I think they'll get the three seed. I think you're right. Because I think they're still I guess they're still tied with the with the with the Jags. Yeah, they're both the Jags and them are both eight and five. The Jags last four games are the Ravens, the Bucks, the Panthers, and the Titans. I think they lose to the Ravens. I well, Ravens or Jags, somebody wins that game. Yeah. If the Chiefs get the one seed, that would be an all time Chiefs. Sorry, I just brushed the hell out of the mic. That would be an all-time Chiefs lucking out to get the one seed, right? You could, you could, if the Chiefs get the one seed this year, I will agree that the league is at least somewhat uh, rigged. rigged for Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Uh, um, as far as doesn't matter, I think two, three, or four, it doesn't change much. Yeah. Uh, now that the it's only the one seed with the buy, but I think it does matter that they're not getting the one seed. Like if you look two years ago, they got the two seed. They won their first two games at home and they got to play the third game, the AFC championship game, even at home. But I think Mm -hmm. that played into it. Like not, like not getting the week off and then having to play three games in a row. Yeah. I think that plays into it. I, I think the two versus the three seed is certainly important because I think the chiefs have been the two seed 
you know, that's that's the dirty secret about the six straight times at Arrowhead and the Arrowhead Invitational mm-hmm. is that the Chiefs have been the two seed twice, two or three times during that first Super Bowl year. Yeah, for they sure. Were the two seed, and I uh, think the year after, no, the year after that they were the one seed. seed. For sure. And then the, lost to the Bengals year, they were the two seed. They were the two seed, yeah. So they've at least been the two seed twice during that run. Maybe mm-hmm. also the Patriots year. They were the. They were the one seed. Well. Oh, I'm trying to think. Let's see that year. I think they were the one seed. Yeah. Seasons. Yeah. Let's see. Twenty twenty. So. The twenty twenty three. They were definitely the one seed. For sure. Fourteen and three. Nobody else came close. Well, I guess the Bills came close. You know, debatable. Uh, Titans. Yeah, Titans were the one seed in 2021. Uh, 2020, 2020, they went 14-2. They were the one seed. 2019, Super Bowl year, they were definitely the two seed. The Ravens lost as the one seed. Mm-hmm. 2018, Chiefs were the one seed as well. So, so yeah. So, of those games that have all been at Arrowhead, the six straight, the five straight, five, five straight. Five straight. Two of them have been in the two seed spot. So it'd be funny if they got the two seed again and then still hosted again, and then it would be half of them have been from the two seed. Mm-hmm. But all that to just say it's it's not impossible. But once you get down to the three seed, the odds that the one and the two seed lose uh, becomes a lot more rare. Right. The one seed certainly we've seen the Ravens choke it away plenty of times, and this Dolphins team could lose to anybody. Yes. Uh, there's still no elite team in the AFC. There's no reason the Chiefs can't win. But so doesn't matter. Uh, the flip side of this is one, do you think the chiefs win no matter what? Or two, do you think the chiefs lose no matter what? I, I think there's a high likelihood that the chiefs get balanced in the first round. Cause I'm, but at the same time, just like we said, if the chiefs don't have more than five penalties, the chiefs don't turn the ball over and the chiefs don't, uh, drop any passes, they will win any game. Right. Except for maybe when they play the the team from the NFC. But they will win any AFC playoff game if they do that. But if if they don't, then they can lose to anybody. Because they're just they're not world beaters like they've been all the time when maybe this has been going on for years and we haven't noticed it because this offense has always been a world beater when Mahomes has two competent wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Or even, you know, really three competent wide receivers. And Mahomes doesn't have that now. So now we don't have that. So now Mahomes has to play. The offense basically has to be perfect. And when you have all those penalties, you have all those drops, you have all those turnovers, then there's nothing you do. There's not, there's nothing. This defense isn't opportunistic. This is a great Mm -hmm. defense. They're not a turnover heavy defense, which is frustrating also, but I don't know, man. It's so do I think it matters? Not particularly. I don't think it matters where the Chiefs uh, play these games, I think regardless, whatever they do, I I think if they make mistakes, they'll lose wherever they're going to go. And they make plenty of mistakes. Right. But if they clean up those mistakes, I think they could still beat anybody in the AFC for sure. Yeah. That's just me. Especially as Rasheed Rice continues to progress 
and Travis Kelsey starts to get a little bit of a group. Any game that uh, Taylor Swift will be at, because she will be at every game until the Super Bowl. So. I think they just haven't been showing her enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. More Taylor like Swift. Like earlier in the season, they were showing her like every other down. Travis Kelsey was going off for like 150 yards and two touchdowns. And now it's like, okay, you get one at the f- beginning of the game and on Kelsey's first catch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. All right. So let's talk Chiefs Patriots. Uh, yeah. We don't need to waste too much time on this. The Patriots are a bad team, but just beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. They did have Mitchell Trubisky, but they've looked they looked uh, like they had life for the first time in three weeks. The, the Patriots, the only team in NFL history to hold their opponents for under under ten points or less in three straight games and lose all three. <laughs> that is a crazy stat. Uh, but somehow. There's a game that ended 3-0 this week, and it wasn't the Patriots-Pittsburgh game. Or the Steelers-Patriots game. It was the Raiders-Vikings, right? Raiders-Vikings, which, to be fair, if you would have told me that that game ended 3-0, I also would have believed you. So (laughs) I'm not going to debate you with that. The Josh Dobbs-Linsanity run is over, upsetting, honestly. Hey, they won that game. Yes. Yes, they did. There's truly – I don't think there's any – Skull. I know they didn't technically tie 0-0, but there's still no winners to that game. Oh yeah. Besides uh, Kevin O'Connell, who gets to probably still keep his job. Um, okay, Patriots are bad. Quite simply, name one player outside of any quarterbacks on the Patriots. Devontae Parker. Yeah, that's a good answer. I, w- I would say Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Juju, sort of. Say, <laughs> yeah, I guess Juju's there. Uh, J.C. Jackson, I would say. Uh, on the defensive side, I only know that because he left the Chargers and it went back to actually being serviceable. Uh, uh, Hunter that, Henry, tight end. Is he still there? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott. He's still there. Oh, yeah. He had a big game. We played him in fantasy in my work league, and he pooped on us because he scored 25 points. He's projected to have like six. I think I'm running out. Yeah. Kendrick Bourne? Yes. Still there? He had a good run at the beginning of the season, Mm -hmm. fantasy-wise, I think. Yeah. Jacoby Myers no longer there. Yep. So, yeah. There you go. Um, Again, it's I think the Chiefs, I normally do the keys for the Chiefs to lose, to win. I'm going to do the the keys for the chiefs to lose. Uh, if the chiefs have three turnovers, they might lose this game. If the defense has no sacks, they might lose this game. Um, I don't know if I see another situation in which they lose this game. If the Chiefs receivers drop more than five balls or more, they might lose this game. And if the Chiefs lose this game, uh, it's about ready. I'm about ready to dance on the grave of this season. I also. Hmm. There is simply no coming back from losing. Is, uh, this week. is Pacheco back this week? Is that do we know? I don't know, man. He didn't practice at all last week, which is didn't a bad practice. sign. Okay. But also it feels like the Chiefs have been doing that with players where uh, if they know that uh, this late in the year, if they know you're not even gonna, if they know that you're just gonna practice to practice and probably not even play, it looks like they've been sitting you. 
Jarek McKinnon is a great example where he sat out all of last week, didn't practice once, and then a uh, full participant every every day this week. So yeah. it could be that situation, where, hopefully, is what I'm hoping for with Isaiah Pacheco. But yeah. especially as the fantasy playoffs start next week. so I think this is the type of game, if Isaiah Pacheco comes in, you give him 10 rushes, we're going to win. Yep. Yeah. Which, that's kind of the rule, but like... I think this one for sure. Yeah. The Chiefs have still been finding a way to lose with that happening, but yeah. Yeah. I think uh, if the Chiefs score 10 points, mm-hmm. there's a good chance they win. Yep. Um, I'm going to say we need to get two interceptions, though. Mm-hmm. That's my key. And I think there's no reason they can't. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's do score predictions. My prediction uh this is another trap game very similar to the packers or uh the broncos game uh but i think the chiefs let out some frustrations chiefs 35 7 okay they dominate like they have not dominated anybody this year against a team where it does not matter (laughs) they play a clean game that would feel nice um i'm gonna go with something a little more disappointing in 17 to 9. 17 to 9. Yeah. Sheesh. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Um, it's still good, though. I mean, we still win. But Yeah. That's all that really matters in the NFL. Right. Um, all right. Let me pull up the overreactions with the Evan Reactor. Um, ah, listen. What do we got? 45? Yeah, let's call Sawyer real quick. Call Sawyer. Get the Taylor Swift check-in. I, I might be calling her too early. We'll see. She might be just getting back to her car. Like 9.15 might be the... she like a Spanish teacher? She's teaching, yeah, ESL. Okay. Uh, classes in Texas. She doesn't answer then, you know. She's... Oh, wow. <laughs> Let's not put her number out on the internet for everybody. Okay. All right. Overreactions with the Evan reactor. All right. Let's start here. Dawson Johans. I know his real name, but I'm not going to air it out like that. Uh, his overreaction was clear out the entire wide receiver room except for Rice. So sick of these mistakes costing games. Not an overreaction. Not an overreaction. No, I absolutely believe that. We already was- talked about that pretty much. Honestly, I would say if <laughs> in midseason. If you could just drop MVS, ah, fuck it, dude. I don't, maybe let MVS stay, but drop Sky Moore and pick up Jarvis Landry or Sammy. I, you know, that's Sammy how, Watkins. That's how I know I'm really down bad is because fucking bring back Sammy Watkins. Bring back T.Y. Hilton's out there somewhere. Y- you know who caught a, pa- a touchdown pass yesterday? Who? Demarcus Robinson <laughs> for, the, for the Rams. I think T.Y. Hilton. Somebody said, why are we not calling T.Y. Hilton? Is T.Y. Hilton. He's actually a free agent. You know, call up Cade Warner. Bro, legitimately, drop Sky Moore, drop MVS, and and drop, and just binge Kadarius Tony, and sign Jarvis Landry, Sammy Watkins, and T.Y. Hilton. Fuck, let's just see. Let's just see what they've got. Listen, the the can't. It can't be that much worse, right? It can't be that bad of a situation. Why not? It it can't get worse than than what we've seen. I mean, it, it legitimately it can't. I mean, 
these these receivers, they produced. I want to I want to get this number right because because Kelsey and Rice each had like eighty seven and seventy seven yards. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. Pretty good. Pretty good from them. The rest of the wide receiver room this week produced. Uh, let's see. Sorry, we're not going to count Clyde's. Kadarius <laughs> Tony had twenty five yards. MVS had twenty two yards. That's forty seven. Justin Watson had eighteen yards. So that takes you to sixty five. Richie James, holy shit, I forgot Richie James was here. 60, 69 yards. Richie James had 69. He had four yards. So oh, okay. To take it to 69, sorry. Nice. So, and Sky Moore had uh, one target for zero catches. So that's five people, five wide receivers. The rest of them produced 69 yards combined. Rasheed Rice, 72 yards. Travis Kelsey, 83 yards. Clyde, uh, 29, and Jarek McKinnon, 18. You're telling me that if we sign Jarvis Landry, Sammy Watkins, and T.Y. Hilton, that those three wideouts couldn't produce 69 yards every week? Those guys couldn't catch 20 yards? I think they could. The fact T.Y. Hilton is out there, man. Could you imagine this? This city would go crazy. If we, signed, if we actually signed a wideout right now, this city would go insane. How are we not on the phone with these guys? How are we not on the... I, I get it's hard to learn a playbook in the middle. Maybe it's Josh Gordon, right? We did this with Josh Gordon. We go, well, that should make sense. And it doesn't work out. Yeah. But dude, Josh Gordon would get significant reps in this fucking offense, right. man. Oh, all right. I'm Josh sorry. Gordon was on the team when Tyreek Hill was still on the team, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, right. And Josh Gordon still probably produced better than, this, than these guys did. Yeah. I don't... Just... Just think about it. Just, just, I, I don't know, man. Okay, let's let's keep moving. Sorry. Uh, this comes from Aaron Galloway. I take, I 100% believe in no matter what. The wide receiver mistakes are completely on the staff, specifically Connor Embry. He never played pro, no, never developed a young wide receiver core for a winning team, and has skated by on his namesake. This is what you get when you do nepotism. I don't, I don't, I, is Connor Embry... I don't nepotism? know the nepotism connection. Connor Emery, you know where he went to college? Yeah, he went to KU. KU. Yeah. Known wide receiver powerhouse, KU. Right. Never played for a winning team. Never made it to the league. Or maybe he made it to the league for a little bit. Was he our... How long has he been the wide receiver coach? Is this his first year? This is his first year. Last year, for the last two years, he's been an offensive quality control coach. And then the year before that, he was... The two years before that, he was a defensive assistant coach. So, and the year before that, he was the wide receivers coach at at Fairview High School. Yeah. So, who was the Chiefs' wide receiver coach like last year? Uh, Chiefs' wide receiver coach last year was. Oh God, who was the wide receivers coach last year? Uh, hold on. Twenty twenty two Chiefs wide receiver coach. Because, like, if you look at the core this year. There's like really no reason that it should be this much worse. Uh, Joe Blaymeyer. Hmm. He was he was it for uh, the 2021 and 2022 season. Hold on, and that. Um, and we're gonna have a take later on that I think will also frame some of this in, in an interesting light that I think we should touch on, especially since Owen is gone. Uh, he's the Joe Blameyer is now the pass game coordinator for the Chiefs, so he got an upgrade a little bit, I guess. Hmm. 
Um, I mean, I'm not going to – I he doesn't instill confidence. Connor Ambry doesn't instill confidence. But – and and I think that's where you needed – I think with not having a strong veteran presence but outside of MVS, uh, I think you needed a very strong wide receiver coach, and they have not had that. Right. Well, and it, it just really doesn't make sense that they're this much worse than last year. Like, you lose Juju, but – Rasheed Rice is kind of putting up juju type numbers. Yeah. Like right. then MBS is back. Who else did we lose from last year? I, I don't remember who the third guy was, but I think that's basically it. Like shouldn't be this much worse. Yeah, no. Like we were able to win they were able to win a Super Bowl last year with like a C tier group of wide receivers. Yeah. And <laughs> And now it's a it, now it's a C minus tier group of wide receivers and everything's falling apart. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Jeffrey Kane, next take. Yeah, I mean Mahomes won the MVP with C tier wide receivers. Right. Uh, Jeffrey Kane says Tang's men's basketball team's uh, Jerome Tang's men's basketball team would beat LeBron in an NBA Finals Game Seven OT. Not an overreaction. Truly an, an Im- immovable object meeting an unstoppable force. On I uh, I will say I don't think we could get to OT. But yeah. if we got to OT, you just put us in, yeah. we're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. If they traded us out oh, with the Golden State Warriors in that game seven, I think yeah. it would have been it would have been Jerome Tang. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Jeffrey Kane said, Dallas's kicker can break the record and do it consistently. Like the uh, distance record? Yeah. Brandon I haven't really Aubrey. watched much, but like. He had an all-time performance last night. It was like, I, I know he at least kicked – Two fifty plus yarders, and I think he even kicked a sixty yarder, and it looked like good from seventy. He hasn't is, missed a kick all year. Is that the like New Zealand guy or uh, something like he that? He's in the USFL. Okay, I don't. That's how I. I thought know. he was like a soccer player that like. I think you're right. Yeah, because I think he still has his LinkedIn page. Somebody was saying, and he's like thirty two or something. Maybe? maybe I don't know. Yeah, but you know, kickers' ages aren't real. Yeah. Um, yeah, he went four for four. He kicked, so let me, uh, hold on, play, play by play, let's see, field goal, he kicked a, Jesus Christ, 60-yard field goal, yeah, and a 59-yard field goal, a 45-yard field goal, and a 50-yard field goal. Do you know what the NFL record is? 66. I want to say, like, I honestly, is is it just that low just because they don't try it, right? Right. Like, NFL kickers could probably, at a decent percentage, make 70-yard field goals. Yes. Like, not every NFL kicker, but, like, 10 guys yeah. probably could. Right. So, I th- I, I've said this before. I think Harrison Bucker... The frustrating thing about Andy Reid is, one, he doesn't go for it on fourth down when you have the best quarterback in the world. Yeah. Uh, and the other frustrating thing about him is he is he punts from inside the 45 of the opposing team mm-hmm. when you also have what pro- possibly could be the best kicker in the NFL. Right. You have no reason, if you're ever in your opponent's territory, to not attempt to score points. If the, and Andy Reid does that consistently. It's a field goal under 65 yards. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Even... Fuck under seventy. Let him yeah. kick. He's hit from sixty this year. Sixty one or I think he's hit from sixty one this year, 
And it looked like it would have been good from probably 66. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying. I just I don't I think he's got the leg for it. He also hasn't missed a kick. Brandon Brandon Aubrey has not missed a field goal, but he has missed three extra points, which is very interesting. Take that for what you will. Yeah. Uh so is can break the record and do it consistently. Not an overreaction that he can break the record, but maybe an overreaction that he can do it consistently. Yeah. As I Anybody who's missed three extra points is somewhat sporadic. Yeah, I think the thing about breaking the record is it's a it's a coaching decision. Like, yeah, sorry. Like a sixty-six yard field goal is the NFL record. I think that's the K State record, honestly. Yep. Like I think uh, Martin Gramatica made one of those like in the late nineties. Automatica so. Gramatica. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next one comes from Logan Nagel. Says Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, let alone even making it there, is a total pipe dream. Um, I'd call that an overreaction. Not like a huge overreaction, but yeah, more on the Win- overreaction. Winning the Super Bowl, I think, is is absolutely not the expectation. I think if if you told me right now that the Chiefs didn't win the Super Bowl, I'd be like, well, yeah, I could see that. That's about what I'd expect. But if you told me that they won the Super Bowl, I would be legitimately a little surprised. Yeah. Um, but not that surprised. I wouldn't be that surprised if you told me they made the Super Bowl right now, just with how average or like pedestrian, like not incredible the AFC is. Right. What that comment did make me realize is that is is total pipe dream. Is that about smoking crack? Like you're on the crack pipe and you're having crazy dreams. Is that what a pipe dream is? I don't know. Sorry, that's a, I, that was a really. It, it was just one of those things that, that hit me when I read that. I was like, "Wait, what?" That's a pipe dream. I think it's, like, it's about smoking crack. Like you got to be smoking crack to think of Dude, that you're, you're on, ever gonna. Yeah, bro, you're on the pipe if you're thinking that. Yeah, dude, that's a pipe dream. I don't know. You know what? In my head, I'm gonna believe that that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, next one comes from your boy Adam. Said, don't see the Chiefs getting their shit together in time to make a meaningful playoff run. We lose one more and the Broncos keep winning. We might not even have the division. This will likely be a lost season for Mahomes. Let's have that be the, that'll be the hot, the overreaction. This will be, this will likely be a lost season. This will be a a lost season for Mahomes. That's how you do overreaction, by the way. I just want everybody to know that that's, I'm not critiquing. You need shorter reactions, but, but saying the Chiefs might might win the Super Bowl is not a, not an overreaction. The Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. The Chiefs will lose in the first round. Not the Chiefs might lose in the first round this year, or we might lose the division. We, yeah, we might, but will they? I need, I need pot, I need firm statements. Okay. So what overreaction am I judging here? This will be a lost year for Mahomes. Overreaction. I I'm not there. I I think it's not a lost year until the playoffs. I, I think, think you have to lose in the playoffs for it to be a lost year. And pretty much like if you don't win the Super Bowl, it's a lost year, right? Right. Like even if you make the AFC championship game again and lose or make the Super Bowl and lose, it feels like a lost year regardless, right? Sure, sure. So Okay. I get it. I get what you're saying. Um I don't know, man. Any year Mahomes doesn't set the world on fire, I feel like, is a lost season. <laughs> a little bit, but I don't know. Um, he also, your boy Adam also says Ravens are legit. Not an overreaction. 
No, I think I think they're yeah. I think I think they really are legit. Uh, I think they escaped against a bad Rams team. I don't think they're. I I I think they've looked like they've always looked whenever they're doing things like they're doing. Yeah. I think they certainly again. If we look back here in two and a half months from now, Truman, or two months from now, Truman says, hey, the Ravens lost in the first round of the playoffs. They'd be like, yeah, well, yeah, okay. Not surprising. No, I wouldn't be that shocked. So the Ravens are legit. That's not an overreaction. But they're not, I don't know, I wouldn't put them in my top five of Super Bowl contenders. They're not playoff pilled. Yeah, right. They have to, they have to show me. This could be the year. It's one of those where, like, when you think about all the great quarterbacks, a lot of them have one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I think Lamar is going to win one eventually. I think Josh Allen will maybe get over that hump eventually. I think Joe Burrow might win one eventually. This could be that random year where Patrick doesn't win it, and it is the Lamar year. But I don't know if it th- that is. Is it the year. Brock Purdy year? Could be. Uh, your MVP vote, voting favorite. You know, Brock Purdy better than... Lamar Jackson. I think we can all agree on that reaction. <laughs> yeah, we're, that's where you need Owen here. Yeah, uh, dude, I think Owen having to think about that would his mind would explode. <laughs> he, he would having to have he either have to agree that Brock Purdy is better or agree that Lamar B is better, and I think he would just explode. Uh, uh, your boy Adam also says we need to trade up or away for a wide receiver. Like trade a pick for a wide receiver, so trade up, yeah, to get to get from wherever we're. Well, going. so trade up would be like trade up to get the twelfth pick or whatever, right? Yeah, right? Trade away, I think, is saying like send a first round pick to Carolina and get Adam Thielen or whatever the trade away is. Is that? Yeah, yeah, because he didn't say trade back. My only other thing would be trade back, where you get like two in the early second round, where you've got two young wide. I I don't hate that idea. If you yeah. trade it back into the second round and then you just drafted two pretty good wide receivers to to pair with Rasheed Rice, I think Mahomes could maybe get that. Although, god damn it, dude! If if only wide receivers ever developed quickly in in Andy Reid's system, that would then it would be great. Yeah. But I don't know, man. You a lot of people talk about wasting uh, a year of Patrick Mahomes' prime. Um, that is true this year. Uh, what really is heartbreaking is that you're wasting the end of Travis Kelsey's career also Travis yeah. Kelsey's probably only got two or three, four more years of being, he's probably only got two or three more years, honestly, after this, after this season of being, uh, still being an offensive powerhouse, still probably getting a thousand yards. He's probably only got two or three of those left in his career. Yeah. And you're wasting one of them right now, which is also frustrating. And people don't talk about that enough. See, I'm still thinking though, like what if the chiefs get it together? What if they make a playoff? Right. What if they win the Super Bowl? What is if it, they don't? It's not the a waste, then, right? What if they stop dropping the ball? What if they? Yes. No. It's not a wasted year. It's. It's. We. We are. It's so close. They're. So, they. They are still. It is so frustrating. Uh, home run chase. Even he messaged me. He was talking about that. Where it's. Uh, I. I was telling him the the Chiefs are the are the Mike Williams of the NFL teams right now. Every year you watch Mike Williams play and he catches some crazy balls and you're like, how is this guy not a number one receiver? And then he's jogging off the field and tweaks his ankle and he's out for eight weeks. And you're like, God damn it, Mike Williams. And that's how the Chiefs feel right now is you're like, the Chiefs could certainly win the Super Bowl. And then you watch him win the game and you're like, holy shit. And then you watch Kadarius Tony be offside. You're like, God damn it, Chiefs. You know, I just, 
It's. They I, I was ready to say the Chiefs were back. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was, I was like, oh, cool. Everything's. Oh, that'll that'll that that play could save our whole season. Oh my god. And then. Yeah. I, I was on the phone with my mom, and I I saw that play happen, and I'm like, I gotta call you back. <laughs> And then we got the offsides. Tina walked in. I don't like because I don't just like stand up and go crazy very often. But I was just like, oh, oh my god, oh my god. I was like, we're gonna win this game. Holy shit! <laughs> like Tina walked in. I was literally like, you just missed us winning the game. Holy shit! And and then they called the offsides. I was like, well, never mind. Whatever. Yep. Uh, so uh, but not an overreaction. Chiefs need to address wide receiver, and it's got to be something first round level. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll see uh, you'll see a trend here as we finish up on Twitter. Brett Sandfield said, uh, "Rebuild wide receiver room. Like everyone needs to go, but Rice. Not an overreaction. Not an overreaction. Uh, again, the question is what you do with Kadarius Tony. He's two point five million in dead cap. If you cut him, everybody else is like, it's two million for MVS to cut him. But MVS's cap hit if you keep him is like twelve year, twelve mil. So that doesn't make sense." Uh, Chandler says, oh, by the way, Chandler exclamation point. If you guys enjoy the music for the intros or the outros on Grubbud, or not Grubbuds, but on Dom That's True, uh, Steamverse Machine, or Two Fat Guys in Dream, Chandler exclamation point on Spotify. Give this music a listen. That'd be great. Uh, but Chandler said, Tony got to go. Might be an addition by subtraction for your offense. Mm, I'd say an overreaction. I think that is an overreaction. I think... Sky Moore, I, I think this was the best snap counts that we've seen all year. I, I retweeted it. Um, mm. They, this, The Chiefs snap counts this, this week was Rice had 56 snaps. Watson had 36 snaps. Tony had 29 snaps. Uh, Sky Moore had 23. MVS had 22. And Richie James had 11. That's the best the splits have been. I would probably flip James and Moore, honestly. Give Richie James 23 snaps, why not? And then give Sky Moore 11 snaps. I'm I'm fully out on the Sky Moore exper- experiment. Yeah. I'm done. I think it took me a while to get there, but I, I think I'm there now. Um, yes, but we're finally starting to see a number one wide receiver come out of this group, and it's Rasheed Rice. In the, in the game yesterday, outside of the offsides penalty on Tony, is yeah. there anything else that you point to and you're like, man, he really fucked up there? No, Darius Tony had, had honestly had a couple pretty good plays. And if he's a foot back, he's part of the play of the game. Yeah. Like he, he still makes the touchdown. Like he's yeah. the one that makes the touchdown. I'm not sure. Three. I'm not sure. Sky Moore going out there is gonna make that catch from Travis Kelsey. Sky Moore probably kicks it to the Bills. He might have <laughs> dropped a ball. I think Kadarius Tony did drop a ball though. Okay. Uh, he, he has three catches, 25 yards on four targets. He also had two rushes for 16 yards. He did have a 14 yard carry. Yeah. So again, I think he can be your gadget guy. He can play the McCole Hardman, Debo Sam. It's it's the role that I said a lot of people were going to develop that I'm shocked we still haven't seen. But the Debo Samuel role that Kyle Shanahan has really developed, I yeah. that can be your Kadarius Tony, your jet sweeps, your crossing routes where he just takes it up the field. I, that could still be Kadarius Tony, and especially it just I have no problem increasing Kadarius Tony snaps, and that's crazy to say, and I know everybody's mad at him. But he's still the probably the most talented wide receiver. He's probably the second most talented wide receiver in this. I, he might be more talented than Rasheed Rice. He's more dynamic. He's more dynamic. Yes, exactly. Like, it's the old Tyreek Hill thing. Like right. Tyreek Hill is the most interesting, the most dynamic player in the NFL. The most unique playmaker maybe we've like ever Justin seen. Jefferson could be a better receiver. Right. But 
Tyreek Hill does things that other guys in the top five can't. Nobody can do what Tyreek Hill does, and Tyreek Hill can do pretty close to what your guys do, you know? And that's, yeah, absolutely. Every time Tyreek Hill touches the ball, it is a chance to go for six. And people say that about a couple players, and they really overuse that. Uh, there's maybe been... I think Tyreek Hill legitimately is the most explosive playmaker we've ever seen in the NFL. I, and I, I don't think that's silly to say. But obviously, because I said it, so that I shouldn't be the judge. But, all right. Um, sorry. Uh, a couple more. Sorry, Tony got to go. Uh, last one from Brian Satter. Sadler. Sorry. I uh, said, Tony should either have his locker cleared out by the end of the night, or he should be hazed so brutally by his team that he retires. <laughs> Listen, we're not going to be a pro-bullying podcast. <laughs> Overreaction to the first one. Um, overreaction to the end of the second one. Yeah. Right. I think you can haze him a little. Yeah. Steel is shysty. Yeah. You know? Uh, Home Run Chase didn't have any overreactions. I will say he sent this one that I find interesting. He said maybe, uh, he said potential discussion about, uh, the site. He said we, uh, of all these, he, he, he talked about the excuses that the chiefs that we keep on giving the chiefs of, well, if only, what if we did that? You know, so he wanted us to talk about that. We talked about it. He also said, uh, is this adversity finally showing Mahomes true colors, or did he let his emotions get the best of him? Either way, he should be em- either way, he should be embarrassed for how he acted, especially for doubling down and saying things like he can't call that when there's something great that happened, or this killed Travis Kelsey's Hall of Fame career chances, which is that is a paraphrase of, that is of epic proportions that is wrong. But he says that shit is BS. It's hard to argue about the first option unless you believe his success has blinded him to what facing adversity actually feels like. Listen, dude, there have been so many bad Patrick Mahomes takes, like, like in the last day. Yeah. I saw somebody, I, I sent it uh, in our group chat again. Um, and, and sorry, I definitely have been talking a lot this episode. I've, I've, I've had, I guess, had a lot to say today. But the worst, this is the worst take that I've seen maybe ever, and especially this week. Uh, and this was in response to somebody saying that I lost respect for Mahomes. And it's like, no, you didn't. You always hated Mahomes. You're just waiting for an excuse to justify it since he's been. Yeah. And somebody responded, said him sucking ass and crying about it is just beautiful to see. Explains why his wife is a bitch and Jackson is scum. Jesus People Christ. wondered why Jackson could be so shitty if Pat is a good guy. But we learned Pat is the same as Jackson. Jesus. That is <laughs> the most insane take I've ever seen. Listen, Jackson Mahomes has been arrested for sexual assault. Yeah. That doesn't... Patrick Mahomes complained to the refs about a call. I don't know if you guys have seen... I don't know anybody else in the NFL ever, but they've all done it. There's a there's a clip resurfaces of Tom Brady yelling in the referee's face as they walked off the field at the end of the game. I just... There's been so many bad takes about this. Listen, Mahomes, it was embarrassing... He was a bit of a a bit of a whiner, a bit of a complainer. It was annoying to see him say that things to say the things about Travis Kelsey. It, well, you won't get to see it at his career at his high at his Hall of Fame thing. But let's not let's not make mountains out of molehills here, guys. He's a he's just a player who has been frustrated this year and took it out on the refs. You know, I uh, I asked my friends for overreactions. Oh yeah, and one of them's like not a. He's actually like a Chiefs hater, like a big Chiefs hater. Okay. And he's a Patriots fan, like has been most of his life. Okay. 
but he listens to Bill Simmons. Okay. And Bill Simmons and Sal talked about how Mahomes' tantrums last night diminished last year's Super Bowl. Oh my god, dude. It's insane. It's I again, I people have simply just been looking for any reason to hate Mahomes. He's been very good and he's been very uh humble and he has doesn't blame his teammates much and he doesn't he's been by all by all definitions a franchise QB and everything you want him to be. Uh now that he's had one slip up where he's you know, he's had really his first getting out there and complaining that people just like go are just going crazy on him. It's just I don't know, man. It's just crazy. Yeah. Uh Rickenbach Falls says that, uh, hey, let's go. He says, this guy sounds pretty cool. I wonder if he's talking about you. Nice. Nice. But. Not sure who that is. Not, me neither. I have no idea. Uh, but I don't know, man. Just so many bad takes about the Mahomes situation. Listen, he cried. He whined. He's he's a whiny. Also, the Pats fan sounds pretty cool. Oh, oh okay. It's, right. it's my Pats fan friend. Yeah, there you go. But listen, Mahomes cried and he whined. But it doesn't. That's all he did, right? It's, yeah. Mahomes shouldn't have complained this much about the refs. I think he has a legitimate gripe, as I think legit. I think a lot of football players have spoken of him, and like that doesn't make a ton of sense. But it, but it happened, and Mahomes they did call the right call. But I don't think it diminishes anything about his. You know what? It, it probably killed his man of the year campaign. They yeah, put him up for Walton, Walter Payton Man of the Year again, and he's probably more like Walter again. Walter Payton Crybaby of the Year award. Right, yeah, God, dude. But I don't know, man. To say, oh, that's why his wife is a bitch, and that's why his brother is scum, and he's scum. It when that's why they don't deserve to win the Super Bowl, or that's, uh, I. It's just insane, man. Yeah. Listen, he complained about one call, and the Chiefs have been. Legitimately, the Chiefs have had gripes with the with the officiating all year, and they haven't said shit. And when you when you're gonna let it rip, you're gonna let it rip, and you're gonna get all. They're all getting fined. Andy's gonna get fined. Pat's gonna get fined. They're all gonna get fined. And I think when you gotta let it rip, you gotta let it rip. Yeah. And that's what we just saw this week. That's all that is. Um, any others? Uh, the other one was. Uh. The Chargers should trade Herbert. And I have no opinion on that. Man. Sorry, and if anybody's hearing my McDonald's drink, sorry. I don't know who that helps. It probably would be good for Herbert to find a change of scenery, I think. And I I assume you could probably get two two first-round picks and a third or whatever. I don't know. He's got a big contract, though. But, um, listen, Brandon Staley's going to get fired this year especially yeah. after only beating the Pats six to zero and then losing to the Broncos and only scoring one touchdown this year I guess Easton stick looked good I think is why somebody's saying that oh he looked fine he, he made he made a good throw or two if you looked real quick but he's not uh he's just uh I don't know man he's just not I, I don't think that makes sense. I think they're going to bring in a new coach. I think you let a new coach see what they can do with Justin Herbert. before. Right. I think you bring in a, an offensive guru. I think pairing your rookie 
uh, franchise quarterback with a defensive-minded head coach was not the right answer. So, yeah, just a thought. But trading him is an overreaction, I would say. Yeah. And that's it. There you go. The overreactions with the Evan Reactor. Oh, were you out? That was yeah. it? Okay. Yep. Sponsored by Patreon.com slash Open Disaster. Shout out all the patrons over there at, uh, 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 at Patreon.com slash Open Disaster. Aaron, Skyler, Joe, Meltbox, Kansas City, op- opening soon in the Iron District. Is that what you're <laughs> Like in May? Yeah. <laughs> April? Yep. And, you know, I, I know you listen. Ooh. Oh, uh, Dylan. Dylan. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Of course. Great job. Yeah. That's a dedicated listener right there. And somehow you're not one of the six people that had Don That's True as the top podcast. I think other people put out more podcasts. Which is, it, is it just because they weren't my top podcast? Yes. That's because yes. I listened to like over 4,000 minutes of a different podcast. Right. So Right, exactly. I would guess that you're probably have listened the most minutes. Although I don't, but that's also, I, I don't know if that's true either. It's like, but like, pardon my take, I think was my top podcast. And I listen to like five pardon my take episodes, maybe total every mm. year. Like if you added it all up. I also haven't really been listening to the Steen versus Machine on the podcast feed. So that would. That's fair. Add in some minutes for people too. Yeah. But fair enough. All right. Uh let's let's rifle through these last couple. NFC South team of the week. Gonna uh, go with the Saints. The New Orleans Saints. They covered. Covered five and a half. Covered. Got one of your wins. Yes. <laughs> it I looked like it was a rough week based on It was a rough week. The it, bets that it, I put it, in. It has been a rough week. Um I'm gonna give mine to the Bucks. They uh, beat the beat the Falcons, and now they have created the funniest situation where the NFC South has three teams tied at six and seven. Just where you wanted them to be. Yeah, and some I think the Panthers are still somehow eliminated from playoff contention already, which is I think they've only won the one game. Well, I yeah, guess, they're so. one and twelve. Or uh, by the way, I know Adam listens to this show. Uh, again, Adam, I do I do want to point out that honk shooing, honk shooing. On the page, on the Panthers was the correct answer. So, uh, Evan, who's the best team in the NFL after week fourteen, not thirteen? You know, I think I can confidently say that it's not the Chiefs. No, <laughs> um, I can confidently say it's somebody in the NFC. Yeah, I think, I think we're back to the uh, Niners. I think the Cowboys have a real. I think they have a legitimate team. This legitimate year. team and like a legitimate stake at that. I think I'm going with the Niners. If the football gods bless us, we will get an NFC Championship game that is Niners versus uh, versus Cowboys. I am very this, worried. It's my kingdom. It's, the, it's my pussy palace. Oh no! Oh, that's a. That's, I'm getting <laughs> Vincent's notification. It's my kingdom. It's, the, oh, it's my no. pussy palace. Oh no! Is it just gonna keep going? If it is, I'm going to have to. Mute. It's, it's my kingdom. Yep. Yep. It's, the, it's yep. my pussy I'm palace. Muting, I'm muting. I'm muting. I'm muting. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right, ignore ignore whatever's going on. Oh, my. <laughs> oh no! Okay, you guys aren't hearing that anymore. All right, they're not hearing. It. We're gonna. Are we gonna hear it the rest of the night? <laughs> Here, wait. Let me check. Okay, no, I don't think they're hearing it. We're hearing it still. We'll have to hear it for the rest of the night. We will have to hear that the rest of the night. <laughs> uh, I guess I can just hold on. Let me just. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll just we'll just let's mute that over there. Um. Okay. So now we don't have to hear it. Okay, it was the Niners Cowboys <laughs> last year with the Zeke play, right? E- <laughs> Where they put Zeke out at center. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think 
they're gonna end up meeting up in the playoffs again um yeah and i mean the niners look good brock purdy looks serviceable they made it to the super bowl with jimmy garoppolo and i think they've got a more stacked team now yeah than they did then and brock purdy can at least be as good as jimmy garoppolo so uh yeah i think they're the best team right now um i don't know man that cowboys team looks good that i'm i'm upset because they are actually dumb boys and that is annoying i'll say yeah but all right uh okay trying to think maybe the eagles are just not good maybe the maybe the eagles are like the eagles should have lost to the bills should have lost to the chiefs should have lost should have lost four in a row here should have lost to the cowboys the first time too yeah yeah i think they should have three more losses and that's you know (laughs) so yeah i think we are just not watching a great um i think we're just not watching a great nfl season and I think that you're watching a lot of good teams where you're like, that team could be good, but they're just playing really sloppy football, and that's everybody. I think you're starting to kind of start starting to see the effect of a 17 game season on some of these teams. Yeah, I also say though, I haven't really been watching most of the other teams outside of the Chiefs. That's fair, just because not very interested in it right now. Yeah, but all right. Um, okay. Uh, how'd the machine do versus Steam this week? Not great. Uh, one and two going into the Monday night, and I think we're gonna go two and three, which is fine. We had a big week last week. Listen, I went five and zero last week, and he went five and zero last week. I'm checking my picks. Oh, I Green Bay. Wait, hold on. I might be screwed on all of them. <laughs> uh, what's the ten to thirteen? Thirteen twenty one. I need. Oh shit. Yeah, I am screwed. Thirteen twenty one. I need the Gi- I need Green Bay Giants to go under thirty seven, and they are at thirty four with ten minutes left. I think I'm screwed. In Titans Dolphins, I need to go over uh, forty six and a half, and they're at twenty three with thirteen minutes left. I am in big trouble. I'm gonna have a one and four week. Yep. I'm giving it all back. That sucks. All right. Well, it'll be all right. Uh, let's let's build. You want to build one together? Yeah. So normally this is where we do Owen's five team parlay of the week. Owen is gone. I'm sorry. He's gone. He's not coming back. <laughs> no, just kidding. He'll be back on like Tuesday. Uh unless Sean McDermott has something to do with it. Um sorry, that's bad. Bad joke. I'm excited for Owen to be back. Safe travels. <laughs> He's gonna have safe travels. Golly. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry to everybody involved. Um okay. All right, I'll pick one first. I'm going to pick the Browns over the Bears. Browns over the Bears. Okay, I like it. You know, I think I'm going to go... What I want to do is make a Sunday noon parlay. Oh, okay. Except, looking at it, this is when we start to get the Saturday games. Yeah. So there's om- there are only uh, three games Sunday at noon. So 
I am what? not going to do that. I'm seeing six games Sunday at noon. You can only see three because the Jets, because the Jets uh, they play the Dolphins, the Giants play the Saints, oh, okay. the Bucks play the Packers, and the Texans play the Titans. So Do they not put it. any lines out till after the, that? Yeah, they don't put it up till those games are over. Okay, so what are the five Sunday games? Or the noon there? So there's uh ye, seven noon games. Seven noon games. Okay. Okay. Bears Browns. Okay. Jets so. Dolphins. Which I I mean I'm not gonna you won't be able to pick these I guess but yeah, uh, Giants Saints Chiefs Pats Bucks Packers Texans Titans Falcons Panthers. Okay, those games all suck. Yes. <laughs> all right, we'll just skip that for now then. Um, let's see what else I want. I want the give me the Chargers over the Raiders. Okay. All right. A desperate man fighting for his job there. Yes. Chargers over the Raiders. That is that a Saturday game? It looks like it's Thursday. Thursday oh, night. God. All right. Wow. Plus 135 on ESPN bet. Okay. Um, okay. Give me. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Uh, give me the Falcons over the Panthers. Falcons over the Panthers. Okay. Minus 165. Okay. I would like. Ooh, I got a spicy one for my last one. Oof. Unless you take it. Ooh, I show the Cowboys at plus money over the Bills. I also have that. I'm I'm gonna go with that. Okay, that was gonna be my spicy one also. Not spicy about. enough. <laughs> All right, not spicy enough. All yeah. right, <laughs> last game. Uh, need a five team. To build the five-team parlay. Honestly, I think we're getting pretty good odds so far. Uh, give me... Mm, give me the Bengals over the Vikings. Let's go, let's go super sketch. Actually, you know what? No, I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like that one? No, you try. Um... <laughs> You know what I like? What? The Jags over the Ravens. Damn. You sure? Uh, no. <laughs> but that's what I'm going with. Listen, if this hits, we're, we're going crazy. So, okay. So the five picks. Here you go. Chargers over, Chargers over Raiders. Browns over Bears. Falcons over Panthers. Cowboys over Bills. And Jaguars over Ravens. On ESPN Bet, where I built this, that's plus three, thirty-one seventy-three. $5 wins you one fifty-eight. I'm placing it. Nice. And if you if this wins, then Owen never gets to come back on. <laughs> it's you forever. Evan, that's true. All right. Let's wrap it all up here, Evan. Evan was nice enough to bring me McDonald's. He brought me a McDonald's unsweet tea. I'm trying to be healthy again. That Dr. Pepper? Mm-hmm. Oh. I am not trying to be healthy again. I'm actually trying to destroy most of my organs. That oh, that'd be good. Yeah. S tier guest. Nice. Yes. He is an S tier guest. And yeah, I mean Owen never brings me McDonald's. You hear that? You hear that, bitch? You think Owen's listening right now? Uh not live, but I think he'll be listening on I definitely think he'll be listening on Spotify. 
because he likes to listen. He listens to a lot of podcasts and he would listen to Don That's True more if he didn't have to hear his own voice because he thinks he sounds nasally. But plot twist, everybody thinks that they sound nasally on a podcast. So but yeah. I'm a narcissist and I love hearing the sound of my own voice. So oh, yeah. that's, I just keep on having podcasts. That's why I have eight podcasts. So We didn't even talk much about Owen this week, like his trip. Well, I mean, he'll be here to talk. He'll about be here it. to talk about it. But Owen's in Britain. I don't know if anybody England. He's he got in a, England. He got to see Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspurs. Oh, cock and a bull. Oh uh, yeah, four zero, four nil, as they say over there. Wow. And you know what? I'm happy for him. Honestly, I couldn't imagine going there and like watching my team lose four zero. You know, right. if you would have spent the thousands of dollars, I don't know if thousands of dollars, but I think he he's he certainly spent over a thousand dollars to go on this trip. Yeah. And watch them like get blown out would be frustrating. He also in classic Owen fashion has invited two German guys to come and party. He's going to throw a party in May for his German friends that he met while riding on the tube. His, his German friends are going to like come to America, visit New York. And they're going to be like, when can we see you? And he's going to be like, I'm in Kansas city. (laughs) And they're going to be like, like, so oh. is that like a two-hour train ride? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, it is not. Um, okay. All right. Uh, but yeah. So Owen's in Brit. Owen's in England, making friends with random people, which of course is very Owen of him. Um, okay. So with that being said, we're going top five McDonald's uh, items because Evan brought me. Evan brought me McDonald's, so I'm very appreciative of him. Um, I'm interested to see what you've got. Um, we're definitely both uh, made this list before the show started. We're definitely both not filling it out right now. Um. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Well, you gotta go to that. You gotta go. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. Uh. Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Uh, I'm, I've got a couple honorable mentions and I know that pisses everybody off. So that's why I keep doing it. <laughs> uh, okay. A couple, a couple things. I've got my list. Okay. Um, three, four honorable mentions. Uh, some of them are a joke. Some of them are, one of them's a joke. Uh, first honorable mention, and you can figure out where the joke honorable mention is. First honorable mention, the McRib. <laughs> Terrible, terrible item, but very funny. That's the joke. Yeah, yeah terrible, <laughs> terrible item. Funny that they make it in the shape of a rib still. Uh, not very good. A fun fact about the McRib is that the McRib only comes back sometimes, and the sometimes that it comes back is when pork prices are at, it, at their lowest. Just a little a little heads up for you. Or they, they were at their lowest when McDonald's procured all the pork to make the McRib. So, interesting. Uh, another honorable mention, the holiday pie from McDonald's. Oh, which gives me another honorable mention, the Shamrock Shake. It's mm. mentioned here. Uh, another honorable mention, the Green Chili McDouble. Only available in the state of New Mexico, maybe Arizona as well. It's nice. It's really nice to put green chili on it. It's very good. Uh, an honorable mention, I can't believe you didn't make top five. McDonald's Coke. Has to be mentioned, mm. but didn't make my top five. Okay, here we go. Number five, the Sausage Burrito. A very classic uh, menu item. Mean Tina uh, got... <laughs> 
And about as close to as we really get to fights uh, in the car with when Evan and his wife were in the back seat, and I was trying to tell Tina to order me a so- one sausage burrito and one sausage biscuit, and she and which was not what we had discussed the day before, where I was like I could really go for two sausage. I didn't get because I went to McDonald's like the day before, the day before that, and I ordered two sausage burritos, and they gave me a, a sausage uh, bur- uh, biscuit, and I was upset. And so Tina thought that's what I was going to order, and I changed the script and was like, one sausage burrito and one sausage biscuit, because you can do the buy one, get one. And she was like, that's not all the li-. – and we had a whole thing. And then- That was l- worse than losing to Mizzou that day, having to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then so she ordered me instead a sausage McMuffin, which some would say not anywhere close to what I had said. But <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not the point. It's not the point. Uh, number four, the sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle. That's uh, what I got to put in number four. Oh, uh, sorry. Hold on real quick. We're, well, here, I'll finish up my list, then we'll run through chat's, chat's list. So number four, the sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Number three, controversial take. Again, I had McDonald's Coke on the honorable mention. Number three, a Dr. Pepper from McDonald's. Mm, it yeah. tastes different, right? It It's one of the best Dr. Peppers. It hits different. Yeah. It hits different from McDonald's. And I wonder if it's the same. I wonder because I know McDonald's keeps the syrups cold for the McDonald's Coke at least and uses cold water. And puts it in, and the McDonald's Coke syrup comes in a steel tank. I'm wondering if the keeping the syrup cold and using already cold water helps uh, that Dr. Pepper hit a little different. Also. I mean, people talk about pretty much every drink from McDonald's. Sprite at yeah, McDonald's. Dude, McDonald's Sprite, yeah, pops. That's that shit. Is they are angry. doing something with their soda pop. Yeah, <laughs> they they know how to pop. I'll say it. Number two, you got to have it on here. McDonald's fries. It's got to be on your list somewhere. McDonald's fries, just a staple. Very good. Very solid. Number one. I struggled with my number one. And, and this is going to be just a solid staple. Because because I you could have put the Big Mac. I can't believe the Big Mac is not on my list. Honestly, throw that in the honorable mention as well. Uh, throw the quarter pounder with cheese in the honorable mention as well. Throw just a regular McDouble in there. Number one on my list, the hot and spicy McChicken. Hmm. Takes a it takes a great staple in the McChicken. Makes it adds just a little more spice to it. Maybe even you can maybe even add extra mayo, depending on how white you are. But hot and spicy McChicken, my number one. I love it. <laughs> so my number five through one, sausage uh, breakfast burrito, the sausage egg and cheese McGriddle number number four, Dr Pepper from McDonald's number three, fries number two, and hot and spicy McChicken number one. And I know that is going to be. A, you know, I know that's going to be a hot take of a list, but it's all right. Uh, real quick with chat. Home run Chase said he forgot to send overreactions. Don't worry, Chase. I still use some of your talking points that you sent me that were kind of overreactions anyways, and we still uh, roasted them. All right. Uh, from chat, from Riken, Rickenbach Falls, number, they had number five, the strawberry shake. That is an insane thing to have. I didn't even know of. that was an item at McDonald's. Yeah, I. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but gee, that's crazy. Number four, the McChicken. We're going for value. Number three, the McDouble. Number two, fries. And number one, the McMuffin. McMuffin is a number one. I'd say the McMuffin is just so boring. That's my only complaint about the McMuffin. Tina switches out uh, the Canadian bacon for actual bacon on her McMuffin. Mm. I think that's an elite move. I think that ham is weird on the McMuffin. So I think switching out, switching out for actual bacon... Pretty cool. Uh, Dirk Cross, number five, has the McChicken. 
Number four, the medium fries. Large fry too much for you, bud? I guess. <laughs> number three, the McDouble. Number two, the sausage egg McMuffin. What the fuck is going on with the McMuffins? And number one, a hash brown. The McDonald's hash brown, honestly, I'd probably kick out. Nope, I don't think I'd kick anything out. Uh, but the, the hash brown, I would almost say the hash brown is better than the fries. And that's a, that's a hot take. But the, the hash brown recipe also changed... I swear, this is my conspiracy theory. I think it changed like four years ago. And the like right around COVID, they did something to the hash brown. It has become so flaky. It's very good. It's a lot crisper and it's a lot flakier. And I feel crazy when I say that. But in the last like five to ten years, it has changed. And I, I don't tell you. Hmm. So there you go. Fries start getting too cold unless I absolutely scarf them down. Listen, McDonald's fries are for scarfing. That's what you're supposed to do with McDonald's fries is scarf them down. So, I don't know. All right, Evan, we're ready. All right. Um, you can you, have some honorable mentions if you like. I'd probably give an honorable mention to the McDonald's Dr. Pepper and the McDonald's Sweet Tea. Oh. Like, the drinks at McDonald's are excellent, always. Which brings me to my number five. Orange drink. That is what I would always order as a child. I think it's real name. It's a... Uh, Fanta? No. Uh, orange. I think it's high C orange lava oh, burst. F- oh, fuck. I forgot about the orange high C. Oh, damn. That, that shit I was I think they got rid of it for a couple years and then brought it back. I is think it, they brought it back. Is it back? I think so. I'm not 100% sure. Because it, if it's back, I might... I. I live very close to a McDonald's. I will not say how close to a McDonald's, but uh, <laughs> let's just say his his unsweet tea was still cold. Yeah, when I brought it. Yeah, uh, and legitimately, if they have orange drink, I might go over there and get one. Right, I remember. I remember it going away, and I think I remember there being. T- there is a high C orange. Oh shit! <laughs> oh man, I might have to go get a high. C- no, you know what? That'll be a little treat for me tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe I'm having... I'm it's a nice a Tuesday treat. Yeah, a nice Tuesday treat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number four, just classic McNuggets. Okay. You know. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I do something that is different than most people. I eat McNuggets with honey. Ooh, okay. Like, I ask them for honey. Third of the time, they give me honey mustard. <laughs> like, that's not what I meant. Yeah. Right. I want it from a bee. <laughs> and I've literally said that in a drive-thru before. They're like, honey mustard? And I'm like, no, honey, from a bee. <laughs> uh, Tina eats her McNuggets plain. No sauce, no barbecue, no ranch. I go ranch and barbecue. I go dunk dunk. I'm not a big sauce guy, oh, to I'm, be honest. Oh, I'm a huge but sauce guy. McDonald's McNuggets, I get them with the honey. It's the thing I've ever always done. Uh, Wendy's McNuggets. Nuggets actually are like better. Like they taste better to me. But sure. McDonald's McNuggets, there's something about them that I love. Uh, shout out Burger King's Nuggets for being like a dollar fifty for so long. I, I don't. I don't think they're that price anymore. But shout out Burger King. Yeah. Um. Number three. This is where I have the fries. Okay. Pretty. Pretty good. Love yep. them. Sometimes I crave them. I kind of get the like large is sometimes too much. Like for a fry, like medium is like the right amount of fries for me. Fair, fair. 
Um, number two, this is where I have the sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Um, just real tasty. Okay. Kind of wish it was an all-day item. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Like, I, I feel I, like I, when I go to McDonald's now, I either get a two-cheeseburger combo or a McNuggets combo, and I kind of need a third thing to throw in there. It's It's the number one thing that COVID took away from us is... Uh, okay, maybe it's not the number one thing, but it's it's up there for me as the R.I.P. Betty White, the all I <laughs> the, the all day breakfast. Uh, here's a weird thing: uh, eight piece chicken nuggets at Burger King is two forty nine. The four piece chicken nuggets is three seventy nine. Discuss two forty nine for an eight piece and three seventy nine for a four piece, which feels like a because the four piece chicken fries are two forty nine. Man. That, I don't, I don't that does not make happened. any sense. Somebody cooked a four-piece chicken fry. Like yes. you can order only four chicken fries. Who's gonna do that? Worthless, worthless in my opinion. You can order sixteen chicken nuggets for seven twenty-nine. Hmm. Not a great deal. Right. I missed the good deal. This uh, <laughs> chicken nuggets math does Wait. not make any sense at all. Wait a minute. <laughs> you get eight-piece chicken nugget for two forty-nine. A four-piece chicken nugget for three seventy-nine. <laughs> And a 16-piece chicken nugget for $7.29. 32-piece, <laughs> $165. What the heck? All right. Okay, ignore me. Ignore Burger King. Sorry. but keep. keep All right, and number one, I'm going to go with the Oreo McFlurry. Oh. Oh. You know, I'm a big fan of the McFlurry. From the top rope. Yeah. So, uh, five to one. Going with orange drink, high C orange lava burst, uh, followed by McNuggets, fries, the sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle, and then the McFlurry, the Oreo McFlurry. I like it. That's a good list. That's good McDonald's. I hope everybody who's listening to this on their lunch break is very hungry now. Worthless Texas says spicy nugs rip. That's fair. R.I.P. Everybody except for Wendy's on the spicy nugs. Hmm. Remember we had the spicy chicken McNuggets? That was a weird time. Yeah. Came with a spicy sauce, and the sauce was fine. The spice was the sauce was actually not that good. Yeah. Uh, I think nacho fries are still back at. They are. Taco Bell. Had them on Sunday, maybe. You can get a large now. You can get a large yeah. nacho fry. Did you get a large nacho fry? Don't think I did. I uh, yeah. think I got medium or whatever. Fair enough. What? Raheem Mostert just ran in a touchdown. Mm. I have won my fantasy matchup. Oh, nice. Which is good. I needed... I, I think I had won it before that, but I'll get close to 110 points again, which in this league I have not scored under under 110 points other than like two times this year. Pretty sure I beat Hayden in the Hot Dog League, and I beat Worthless Texas in my roommate league. So Nice. I think... I think I'll finish as the number one seed in the hot dog league. Nice. Which is cool. Which I'm just, I'm dominating that league. I dominated last year. I dominated this year. Hoping to make another run. We'll see if I can get it done. Yeah. But uh, I simply. Owen has a good chance of ending up in the hot dog costume. So He's 3-10. and Did he lose this week? He is eliminated from the playoffs for sure. Yes. Um, Let's see. He, no, he won this week. He beat Ben. So I think that means he's going to play Ben. 
because Tyler also won. So it's either Owen or Ben, and they're going to do a rematch next week. Owen beat Ben by two points. This is going to be an incredible matchup next week for who ends up in the hot dog costume. Nice. Ugh, man, I hope I win that league. I just want to win one league this year. All right. That's it. We're done. We appreciate everybody for being here. Appreciate everybody for hanging out. Again, shout out everybody over on patreon.com slash open disaster. Uh, Evan D. Shananalak. S-H-A-N-A-L-E-A. Sorry. S-H-A-N-A-L-A-C. Evan D. S-H-A-N-A-L-A-C on Twitter. Yep. Shananalak. There yep. you go. Uh, at Steam Machine, S T E E H N M A C H I N E on on Twitter, TikTok, wherever you're finding it. Open Disaster Productions on YouTube. You guys want to see our smiling faces? Smile, Evan. Nice. Uh, if you guys are tired of seeing our our smiling faces, Brown, uh, go to Spotify and or Apple Podcasts wherever you find it. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your mom. Uh, maybe don't tell your mom. Maybe tell your dad if he's like cool. Tell your mom's brother. Yeah. Yeah, your your uncle. Don't call him your uncle. <laughs> call him your mom. He's your brother. mom's brother. Uh, yeah. Instead of saying "Where's Uncle Mark?" say "Where's Brother Mark?" That's, that'll that'll switch it up. Um. Yeah, maybe tell your friends. Listen, you know, you know, tell your you know tell your tell your siblings. Tell it's just like I don't know if I if my mom should listen to that's true. You know. Right. Like it depends how like. If your mom pearl, I guess my mom doesn't pearl clutch. You know, who who cares? You know what? Listen to Don. That's true. Everybody can listen to Don. That's true. There's no discrimination. We sometimes talk about Taylor Swift. Uh, Not that that's a requirement for girls. You know what? Never mind. I'm digging myself in a hole. Uh, We appreciate you guys for being here. Appreciate you for hanging out. Uh, As I start to play a little outro music again, shout out Chandler Exclamation Point on Spotify for providing this music. That you're. Oh wait, wait, dude. Is it still playing the Vincent noise? Let's see. Dude, it's still playing the Vincent noise. Okay, I'm 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 so sorry, guys. Listen, I don't think we can play. We'll, we'll sing it out. Yes. Chwomp, chwomp, Boom 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 bo